Read it. I refuse. Read it. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Hello. This is episode seven. 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 Episode seven of the Two Star Podcast. I'm Graham. I'm Adam. And we have a very special guest with us this week. Uh, this is Dan. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom. No, also known as Dan. Yes, you've done that bit right. Sorry, everyone is Orlando Bloom. That's the point. I'm even more Orlando Bloom than all those other stuff. It's very unprofessional. How do you open? Yes, because I'm Orlando this Bloom. This is a shit bottle opener. No, it's not. It's a shark. How can it be a shit bottle opener? Is it yours? It does not. Yes. Like a shit oh, is it yours? Yes. That's balls. No, it normally lives on my key. If you weren't incompetent, it would be easy. I assumed it came with the house. No. <laughs> That's why it was so it's rubbish. Tre- I say it's a treasure possession. I can't even remember where I got it or why I have it. Well, it was when you wrestled that shark, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. Anyway, we're on our holidays. Yes. And this is the first. Uh, of a series of live podcasts. Yeah, we're going to see if we can nail as many as we can this weekend so we don't have to do any for the next six weeks. By which we mean podcasts. Yes, because I'm imagining we won't want to speak to each other for the next six weeks after this. <laughs> it's quite likely. Yeah. Mm. It does tend to happen after a weekend in close quarters. So why are we on holiday together? Like That's a very good question. <laughs> yeah. Well, because last time we went round to um, someone's house, uh, an unknown person, it wasn't me, clogged up the toilet, and frankly we don't want to inflict that on each other anymore. So, yeah. um, so we're going to clog up a complete stranger's toilet. <laughs> that's the best way, isn't it? Yes. Keep our anuses away from any toilets that Tra- we own. Travel to the other end of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Just to do all of our shits for the rest of this year. Get them out there. Yep. And, yeah. Well, the real... <laughs> I mean, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. I was going to say the real reason, but that is... Very much part of it. The official reason. Official reason is this is uh, I I learnt the word quinquennial quink quincennial quinquennial what quincennial quincennial yeah, I think so. Right. I know. Uh, but five yearly holiday that uh, we all have together. This is a tradition that started in 1999 after we finished our GCSE examinations. Uh, we went to Disneyland in Paris and yes. got. Fucked up! And by fucked up, we mean ripped off by a French street artist. But apart from oh, that, I it was fun. That How did you forget about that prick? I, I hate Paris because of that prick. To I be fair, hate... there are lots of reasons to hate Paris. Oh, yeah, no, it's but a horrible place. That, that's, that's the main reason. And then, obviously, the fact that it's a shithole that smells is yeah. reason And it's two, an expensive and... shithole. It really mm. is. It smells. Yeah. Fuck Paris. Yeah. Anyway, we, we did that uh, with the three of us and two other friends who have... Um, Decided that they hate us now, yeah, which is they have more important things to do. Fair enough. Who was the fifth one? Was it Mike? Mike and Will. Mike oh, and Will, yeah. Um, Mike spent the whole time in the bathroom shaving. <laughs> yes. Um, and Will spent most of the time falling over in ditches. Yeah, we did that one. I don't think much has changed, to be honest. No, I don't think so. Except Will hates us and ignores our emails now. Yeah. Fair enough. And Mike's married. Mm. A disturbing thought. I don't know whether he still spends a lot of his time shaving. So that was uh, yes. Yeah, well, he's married. Well, that's true. No one gets any after they're married. Uh, we're going to steer away from that topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we all went to Disneyland, um, went on the rides and that during the day. Went to Billy Bob's. Went to Billy Bob's Wild God, West. Yes. Was it Wild West Saloon Country and Western Something Saloon? Something like that. Christmas. It's because uh, in, in the Disney Village they have there. They call it its little complex of bars and restaurants. And it was amazing. It really was. Yes. Yeah. Particularly the part when... Graham got chatted up by what we later suspected was a very gay Frenchman. What Did was I his name? Yes. Frenchman? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was, was it when we were in Billy Bob's. Or something like, like that. We were sitting with them and... Oh, there was a man who went to get his air hostess friends. 
Might was that been. different? No, I think, I think, I that think was there was the... someone different. <clears throat> but there was someone that sort of. There was oh, a Sophie. Yeah, yeah. Sophie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, he 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 wouldn't chat me up. We were just having a lovely time and and touching each other's dicks. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing unusual about that. Yeah. That's um... Graham didn't lose his innocence that day. He did lose some other things. Yeah. There was a sports bar as well where yeah. we, we watched the Formula One with, with some Germans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Michael Schumacher, did he crash? No, it was Eddie, we all, it was, we, he got it, it, overtaken. It was, no, it was Eddie Irvine crashed. We thought it was Schumacher, but then it turned out it was Eddie Irvine. But he, uh, Schumacher got overtaken yes, at one point yeah, and we did. all cheered and much to the dismay of the Germans. Yeah. And uh, Heinz Harold Frentzen won that in the Jordan. Good yeah. Lord. It's a thing I remember for no good reason. French Grand Prix 1999, Manu and then five years later. Oh right, yeah. So uh, then we decided that, that would be a thing that we could do every so often. And five years later, we did it again. Went back to Paris. Dan couldn't make it because he had better places to be. What's he doing? Hey, oh, a wedding or something? Oh, that sounds plausible. Yeah. Yeah. So at the age of twenty-one, we went back to Paris. Uh, didn't stay at Disneyland this time. We stayed in the city in a place that could be. Best described as a, I know the apartment was nice, right, yeah. yeah. But the closest bar, you know, the cliche of French toilets uh, being just a hole in the ground full of shit. Well, that was literally what the toilet was. It's not a, a false stereotype. That's accurate. It was mm. li literally every time we needed a toilet, we went back to the, the apartment. <laughs> it was, a five-minute walk back to the hotel was more pleasant than. Well, I've always said that Paris is a shithole. So um, yeah, yeah. That was... pub literally had a shithole. Yeah, so Dan couldn't make it to that one, uh, so we invited Hayden to join the, the group, mm -hmm. and he came along and we had a lovely time. Um, Mike was meant to come with us that one, but he lost never, his... Never he, turned never, up. he never gave me any money, and then at 11 o'clock the night before we were meant to be going, he texted me to say he couldn't find his passport, so make of that what you will. But mm. yeah, so we went back and... Did anything of any note happen on uh, the Will, Will got into a, a one-upmanship competition with like a 16-year-old oh, Swedish right. kid. Yeah, so he got lost. In, <laughs> yeah, so he got into a who's the biggest man contest, and they were like this. Uh, this oh, yes, Swedish kid was a, was a fucking nut job, and yeah. he was like stubbing out cigarettes on his arm, <laughs> and uh, Will was very lightly brushing them near his skin and yeah. saying, "Look, I, I, I can do it too. Fuck you." <laughs> and then um, I think. Yeah, that was in a pub called the Cockney Tavern. Yes. Oh. Which was oh dear, somewhat disingenuous. The least Cockney place I've ever been. Uh, and they tried to rip us off by saying we'd had loads of vodka and stuff that we hadn't. So we just said fuck off, not paying, and uh, it, there was no no drama. But um, we went into a karaoke bar on one of the nights, and we sang "Daydream Believer" as you do. Mm -hmm. um, and we were sitting um, on this table, it's very crowded in there, and we were right next to this table full of French people. And Will managed to spill his drink all over his own trousers, and also this guy's expensive looking leather jacket. And so oh, yeah. we apologised profusely in Pigeon English, and I'm very, very sorry. And Pigeon Will French. Pigeon yeah. <laughs> No, I think it was probably Pigeon English as well by that point, the amount of beer we'd had. Fair point. And um, so Will, in his wisdom, realised that he had got beer on this guy's jacket. So he picked up this guy's jacket and started wiping his jacket off on his trousers. So I'm sorry, I, I'll dry off your jacket. But what it looked like was, <laughs> I've got oh, beer on my trousers. I'm, going to... I'm just going to wipe them off on, on your expensive looking jacket. So we managed to defuse that situation by running away. It's, it's a yeah. very common factor with yeah. Will, is diffusing potentially dangerous situations. So that was, yeah, so we spent more time actually in the city of Paris 
didn't get ripped off by anybody. But we went back to Disneyland. Well, apart from everywhere that we went and well, spent money. Yeah, not nothing specific. Oh. Um, not like yeah, the first time we we got the we got the train down into Paris to have a look around and see what it was like. Met some street artists. They did the shitty caricatures of us. Mm. Said uh, 150 francs or whatever it was. I can't remember how much we ended up paying. Like 300 francs or something like that. And so we said, oh yeah, fine. And then we all kind of congregated and realised as one that we'd just been done for like 40 quid or something. Yeah. Of, uh, well, obviously when you're 16, that's a fuckload of money. Yeah. And it sort of killed the afternoon and we well, fuck, yeah. went and looked at the Eiffel Tower. thought, fuck that, I'm not queuing. <laughs> and went back to the Disneyland in a strop. Yeah. And, uh, and got pissed up and then... Um, my abiding memory of that holiday actually is um, going on the It's a Small World ride whilst hung over as shit mm. and just basically having an enormous bad trip and cowering in the little teacup and you seeing, sit in. And seeing the guy from the uh, the Pretty Fly for a White Guy video queuing for Space Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Don't you? He, he, he was wearing the, the hockey top and the baseball bling cap and, and the gold chain. Yeah. And, man, I must have been pissed. And uh, yeah, and then on It's a Small World just trying to wear off our hangovers and getting around to the end and just saying to the guy operating the ride no we need to go again we can't stand and he's like alright fine you don't puke on anything yeah. <laughs> and then so so yeah that was that was the first one then the second one, one we went back yeah. to Paris again uh, we went down to Disneyland to go to the yeah, bars but you had to pay 15 euros to get in yeah. which in hindsight we should have done because Billy Bob's Wild West Saloon was amazing was. I've been back since with Gemma and we went in and it was brilliant and all the time I was in there thinking I should be really, really pissed with all my mates in here instead of trying to convince my wife that it's not as shit as she is. <laughs> it's just her eyes are telling her. Uh, but yeah, that was that was great. So then the third uh, third visit, 2009, 10 years on. Yeah. Um, Dan rejoined the fray, as yep. did Mike, and Hayden was allowed to continue his tenure. And Will, wasn't it? Yeah. Will, Will. Will came, so full house, all mm, six yeah. of us, uh, went down to Newquay. And that was a really good, I wasn't yeah, was. expecting very much, but I had yeah. a fucking great weekend, that one. Um, yeah, I we got played horribly sunburned on yes. my ankles. Yeah. We played that of all places. God awful game where we all wrote down some random drink, random oh, drink yeah. descriptions no. in a Bournemouth Rounds game. It, it is a brilliant game, but on it, Completely fucked us, let's so, be honest. So Bournemouth Rounds is a game that we developed, as the name suggests, in Bournemouth one night. And it was... We can't be the first people who've no, ever done this. No. But I've never heard of it before or since. But it was thought of independently. So it was, yeah. If you're going out in a group of five or six, you know, however many people you're going yeah, out... You need, you need, once you get above about six, seven people, it starts to get unwieldy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so you, everybody gets a bit of paper, well, two bits of paper. Two or three bits, do, yeah. yeah. And you write down... Uh, a type of drink which is going to be for each round but that, fair, that, it'll be the... fairly vague well, no, as specific you, as you like well, but can, but yeah, so we be. had like something blue or um, what was or a pint of a, a pint yeah, yeah. What, what was it we had because I remember the first drink we got or the second drink was that alcoholic ginger beer yeah, that just Will wrote the colour of Adam's hair yes <laughs> that was it so that was really good so, the problem was we, everyone thought brilliant Will great idea and then everyone and then felt awful after you were drinking it horrible. this is alcoholic but my god is it gingery well it was mm. like when, just, it was like when we did it on my birthday once and we got to like <laughs> half past eleven and someone pulled Guinness out oh, of there oh <laughs> yeah you don't need that yeah um, but the other the other problem, I played it with Seb once, and that was a fucking mistake because he wrote down like Perno or some shit. So oh. don't play it with c is a good <laughs> a good rule. Um, yeah, you can't. I mean, it was never as good as that first time no. we played it in Bournemouth. No. That just worked for some reason. So I don't bother anymore. <laughs> but yeah, you probably should it. try and resurrect it tonight. Yeah, so you just, you just no, you no. Just pick, pick the piece of paper out the hat. I don't really want to get that around. Okay, we could. 
We'll see. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, it's probably a better idea for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, not tonight. Yeah, and uh, so one night we went out to a Mexican restaurant, which was called Senior Dicks, which is <laughs> fucking hilarious. It wasn't actually a bad Mexican restaurant. It was either. nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, we, so we ended up... What did we do first night? When, well, I remember. We went to there Walkabout. The, um, and there was actually a surprisingly good tribute band on the second night as well. Um, oh, yeah, Walkabout. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. metal and rock covers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really good. Walkabout in Newquay is the only Walkabout I've ever been yeah. in, which is consistently good. Mm. Every other walkabout in the country I've been to is fucking horrible and full of pricks, but New Kids is just great. Good bands, yep. nice pub, yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't, you didn't come out this Sunday night, did you? Because you were driving us home. No, I, I did come out. No, it was doing Saturday. A... No, we went home fairly early on Saturday night. Um, well, one I night, one night we ended up in the beach, which yeah. was a club we'd been to yeah, when was, we were seventeen there. years yeah. old. Yeah, so that was Saturday. That was Friday. Yeah, and then um, Saturday we. Saturday, there was the club we came for. It was supposed. Who was it? Was supposed to be on? Was that the Saturday night? It was um, not Newton Faulkner. Um, Finley oh, yeah. Quay. Finley Quay. Finley Quay was meant to be playing at a bar. Yeah, and, and, he, that and was he, when the tribute band. Was. Yeah, yeah, uh, but he had he just not turned up. So they posted his mobile number on the call him and call him a prick. So everyone did. Yeah, but he didn't answer, which is a shame. And then the Sunday night we went for the pub quiz. And I was there because I was sober for that. But then when we got back, yeah, I went to bed. You two went to bed because you were driving home and you... I hadn't been drinking. But the rest of us thought, fuck it, let's go out and get pissed. And we ended up in a phone party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was phone party. No, it was Sunday. That was I a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So because I, I just like I had, because I wasn't drinking on the Sunday. So like, there's no way I'm going to a phone party at like eleven o'clock <laughs> on a Sunday sober. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a good shout. And then on the on the Monday morning, we drove back, and Dan nearly killed us. No, some arsehole nearly rammed us off the road. Well, yeah, okay. you, so you're the. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. I was driving perfectly happily in the outside lane, and some twat in the Range Rover tried yeah, to, to smash us off the road. Uh, um, oh, and went to um, Eden Project. Yes, which is actually quite good. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. this is uh, this is round four. Um, twenty we'll, years. Yeah, twenty years ago. Years. We're no, old. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We are near as damn it twice the age we were when we first yeah. went out on that yeah. boozy holiday. That's uh, depressing. Well. Yeah. I wonder if I learned more in the first fifteen years, sixteen <laughs> years, or the second. Well, I learned more that I'm happy having the knowledge of in the first yes <laughs> I learned a lot more in the second but I wish I hadn't yes. I think it's fair to say so we are we are down in Torquay well near Torquay in a little village called Maidencombe and we are staying they have allowed us to rent a thatched cottage which is just stupid it is it? stupid I mean I can't think of any circumstances in which the thatched roof will not end up on fire it might rain in fairness so it won't stop us. I don't think that's going to help. Um, yeah, we'll see. And it is directly adjacent to a public house. Also, yes. that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, they're asking for trouble, aren't they? Yeah. And the fact that it only costs us like twenty pounds a, a night, no, twenty pounds each 20, for two nights. Twenty quid a head, yeah. I mean, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. I can buy matches with the leftover money. <laughs> <laughs> they should have priced me out of the ability to create fire. Uh, worst comes to worst, we'll just siphon some petrol out of Adam's car. Mm. It's diesel, it's, so, uh, it's got a fairly high ignition point. So yeah, the, the three of us are here. Hayden is joining us at some point tonight. Oh, and, Chris. Uh, and Chris is joining us for the to make, make up numbers. So yeah, mm. you've been added. So every 10 years we'll add a new member to the group. I don't know who we will add to the next one. I don't think anyone I know is... Thankfully none of our kids will be old enough to join us at that point, which would be absolutely terrifying. But yeah. Well, that's, that's what I find... I was thinking about this the other day. So the first one we were all sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and the second one, 
like you guys were at uni and um, I was in a fucking horrific relationship with a twat. But then the next one, Mike was married, I was engaged. Yeah. And then this one, I'm married, Chris is married, Hayden's engaged, Adam lives with his girlfriend, I own a child. Yes. But then I now own a two year old. But at the next one, I'll have a seven year old child. And that seems. Like if you'd said to me five years ago, you'll be married with a two year old at that point, I would think, yeah, that's about right. But yeah. knowing that I will have a seven year old next time around, that, that makes me feel old. That's, mm. yeah. But we're, you know, we're not young men anymore, I suppose. We're all 31. Yeah. Are we 31? Yeah. I'm 31. I'm 31. 31. Imagine that. Not long 31. It's Chris 31. is 32. God. I know. He's practically dead. <laughs> yeah, his best years are behind him. Mm. Yeah, it's not too bad. Hmm. I, as as I am constantly reminded, I'm not allowed to refer to myself as old. In fence, I've been old Why? since I was like 23, so mm. it's not that much of a joke for me. Because my girlfriend is older than me, and thus ah. I'm not allowed to refer to myself as old because old that means she? she's older. I'm not going to retain that. That's, God, that's, how old is she? That's going to get me into serious trouble. How much older? You're already in trouble. Eight, like, no. Obviously, don't say a number because I can do the math. No, no. Anyway. no, it's, no it's only a few years. A it's considerable not, amount? Not, no, it's only a couple of years. More than four. I'm not going to go into <laughs> I will get into serious trouble. We can just face stalk her or something, it's fine. I'm going to look her up on Facebook. Yeah, I, I value my life. But no, it's like a couple, it, it, because she's older than me, I'm not allowed to say that I'm old because then obviously she, by diff- association, is older. But it's different for women folk, isn't it? Is women, it? yeah, women are older to an older age than men are old. Really? I don't know. I, I don't, I'd say it's the other way around. The other way around, yeah. But anyway, yeah, like surely, like who's the, the student? The, the traditional that thing is like because uh, we should start calling Adam that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not calling you Dustin Hoffman. What's the name of the character? I don't know. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. No, that, um, whatever. But I mean, like, you know, the, traditionally, like, you know, women are over the hill at 25 if you like, they take the media's view on it. Mm. Um, whereas men, you know, you can keep going until you, you're like, you know, into your 90s. Yeah. Apparently, Idris Elba is 50. And as is, what was it, Brad Pitt is old? George Clooney's old? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is the same age as Nigel Farage. Yeah. Imagine being Nigel Farage and finding that out. Just imagine being Nigel Farage. Right, she was, she was born on the 23rd of March, so that should give us an, in, an indication. I was born on the 6th of April, that's she's older than me. Ah, uh, no, she's younger than you. No, when's March? Right. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Look, it's not my fault I don't know months. Well, so I'm she is. sure it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, is she 40? No. Oh, well. What's the problem then? Jesus, she's not that old. You, you're a toy boy. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I'm a sugar daddy. There isn't a phrase for uh, women in the same positions, is there? Yeah, sugar have, mama. That's, that's not a phrase. It is. No, it, it isn't. Totally no, it never is. said that. You have cougars, I suppose. Yeah. But you don't have, well, like... No, you have a sugar mama. But that, that very much implies predatory in some regard. Yeah. But there isn't a phrase for the Are you trying uh, younger... to imply that your girlfriend is predatory in some way? Well, no, I said cougar is, is uh, an implication. Yes, a predatory implication. You're calling your girlfriend a cougar? <laughs> We're Stop putting words in my mouth. I'm safe here. This is the one opportunity that my singleness is an advantage. Would you state in a court of law that your girlfriend is a cougar? No. <laughs> well, you've so, heard so, it so here first, ladies and gentlemen. I generally try and avoid stating anything in a court of law. <laughs> it's for the best. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're down drinking in Torquay. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was very very cheap yeah um we almost it almost didn't happen because hayden has been busy every weekend for the past year yes he's just going it's to constant weird, weddings but, yeah, and he, yeah holiday, he's, a, he's a popular guy if you mm. knew him you'd invite him places you do yeah but probably. You don't, so. 
On the other hand, I'm not having like 20 weddings this year, so I'm pretty safe, I think. I have been to two weddings this year. I haven't been to any weddings this year. It's not no, I haven't been to any weddings this Great. year. Great, I haven't been to weddings. Your yeah. wedding was the last one I went to. Yeah. What? Mine? Huh? That was like four years ago. Yeah, I know. You need to Most of my friends there. I don't get invited to weddings. Most of my friends are married now, except for That's one. what you did at mine, yeah. <laughs> really. So, uh, your wedding will be next, I guess. Well, Hayden's, presumably. He's actually engaged. Well, he's not in this room, so I can't go to him about it. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, there's no point. He's, he's engaged, so there's no, no real point going, oh, you'll be next. Oh, yes, I will factually <laughs> be next. Uh, who knows? You could propose marriage uh, on this podcast. I could. <laughs> imagine that. I, I don't imagine it's one of the most romantic ways that you can do it. It'll be fucking hilarious. There are worse ways. Yes. I'm struggling to think of any. Um, spelling it out in blood <laughs> <laughs> on the yes. wall. Burning it into her lawn. Daubing yes, it on feces uh, <laughs> wouldn't be great. Um, those are the two worst. <laughs> yeah, those are the only, only podcast worst. third worst. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Well, this podcast anyway. I mean, if it was a good one, then yeah, um, it happens on the Mark Kermode Film Review podcast frequently. Uh, people, people write propose. in and email and propose marriage, and I think that's weird. But people yeah. do it like gigs and stuff. They'll they'll like yeah. send letters backstage and say, "Please, yeah. will you help me propose to my?" And people do it um, at cons all the time as well. Yeah, like, they'll they'll try and get celebrities yeah. to like to help them propose to. Well, the worst one is ones at sports stadiums where they've got big screens, oh, and yeah, so you yeah. flash them up, and if she says no. You look like a complete. But you see the problem. You see the problem with that, which, is, the, which I think it was always the problem with doing like the big public thing, is that you either get the situation where they say no because and it's all really embarrassing because hundreds of people say, or worse, they say yes because they feel obligated to because you're in mm, public and, and then you've got screen. to have the chat. Yeah, exactly. After yeah. like it's much better, I think, to do it not necessarily privately, but not you know in front of thousands of people with celebrities present. I think I heard, I saw somebody put on Twitter that if you propose like by flash mob or by celebrity or something then you have to arrange a divorce in the same manner <laughs> <laughs> and that's I think, a good idea and i think that's perfectly fair yes um also if you get engaged and you haven't set a date within i would say three months and you haven't got married within i want to say a year but i think that's maybe unfair two but two years yeah. i think the engagement becomes void and you have to start again is it like like the provisional driving license when you take mm. a theory test yeah I think that's yeah. fair you have a certain amount of time otherwise you, I hate hearing people who say I'm engaged and go alright oh, when you get married you go oh well probably not for a few years and you're not fucking engaged no, you dick it's just a kind of like a vague yeah we want to get married at some point like, well yeah that's why that's the same as going out with someone for a long time you're not gonna yeah. I'm going out with this person for a long time I do not intend to spend the rest of my life with them then so I've got um, a shit Magazine, because um, I haven't prepared any. We had to, on the way topics. down. We had to stop at a uh, at a services. I needed a refreshment. And, and the sad thing so is, of the shit magazines he chose, he chose the shittest, and not in terms of entertaining shit, but well, just there's nothing in there. Yeah, I mean it is 65p. Yeah, which I saw as a plus, but it's not worth 65. But I mean, there's a lot of the you know the harrowing stories about you know my boyfriend slashed me up with a meat cleaver. Um, Bad boys break your heart. I've become a human blow-up doll, but they're all uh, genuinely a bit upsetting, a bit disappointing, and uh, so. I think going... the most important thing we should start with is who is doing these horoscopes. We need some backstory on him. 
Oh, right, okay. Um, astrologer Ingrid Hooper has your latest that, forecast. Okay, well, there's a big picture. I presume it's, that's a woman then, but there's a big picture of a man. That confused Oh, me. right, okay. I see what you're saying, right. So, so that's, that's a Libra person. Yeah, yeah. Is. So this is... Um, Libra something, something, something. So um, we should probably do ourselves first. Well, let me tell you about this this man who's in Shit, the... What's my horoscope sign? Well, well I'll figure when you're yeah. born, and I'll have a look if you're that. I think it's Leo. They, they give you a crib sheet where you can figure it out from your birthday. So they, give you, they give you all the information you need. Um, I can't even get the feeling that someone who spent 65 pence on this might not know their birthday. Yeah, but almost certainly fair. won't know their star sign. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Right, so who's, who wants to go first? Go on then, let's, let's do this. What are you? I am an Aries. <laughs> right, well, actually... I mean, it's it's generally accepted by um, anyone with any scientific knowledge that um, star signs and horoscopes are entirely factually accurate. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, peer-reviewed beyond a uh, shadow of doubt that you, these you, are... You can't argue with the influence that the planets and stars have on our day-to-day -day lives. Exactly. I mean, the precise second that you were born, how can you suggest that doesn't dictate all of the circumstances. Well, like, the planets are fucking huge. Of course they're going to have something. Exactly. Like and and we are basically made out of water, so of course the gravity is going to... Tides. But yeah. So if you think that this is baloney, then you're an idiot, frankly. Uh, so Aries, right. And, I mean, this proves, this proves my point. You're often a loner who prefers to do things on uh, your own way, but this week you'll find teaming up with others brings out the best in you. That's well, with that. A Venus slash Uranus link. Probably best not to drop the beer bottle caps onto the microphone. That's authenticity. Fuck that, give them here. Fuck you! Then that might belong to someone. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> um, it's fine, it didn't get a beer in it. Right, a Venus slash Uranus link brings surprises in your love life. Uh, that sounds really life. dirty. <laughs> that, 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 does, that does sound like it's a, a euphemism. <laughs> Bass can there be doing I'm sure there is a name mouth. for that fetish, but I don't want to know what it is. I'm pretty sure that's just a euphemism for doing it in both holes. Ooh. Well, the weekend is still young. <laughs> uh, single, it could be love at first sight across a crowded room. Uh, well, no, it's unlikely then. Yeah, but surprise in your love life, maybe a podcast-based proposal. Or that Uranus thing. That wouldn't really be a surprise. From your anus. Get the Bear Grylls thing and pull an engagement ring out of Uranus. And it says, uh, get ready, which is just like a little thing at the bottom. It says, join forces with others, which is precisely what you're doing in yep. this weekend of epic bants. I can't really argue with that. So um, that's... Top bants. Top bants. Classic bants. Mega bants. Hashtag bants. Um, I'm really sad I haven't come up with a decent bants hashtag yet, but... Um, bants in your pants. That's a really good... Fuck how... Oh! Um... Adam Bantz. Adam Stop Bantz. it! I need to think of these myself. Fan Ellie Ella Bant. No, no, I'm done. Yeah. Right, uh, Dan. When's your birthday? Fourth uh, of August. I think I'm a Leo. You certainly are a Leo, and uh, Jupiter in Leo plays a pivotal role in the heavens. Is it saying I'm fat? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Just as long as we know what we're singling doing your here. sign out for special attention. This promises to be one of the best weeks in the year for you. Flirtatious and fun, you hey have romance on your mind. A new man comes onto your radar. <laughs> God, you nailed, haven't they? So, I was about to say it sounds like I'm going to visit a Chinese massage parlour and get a happy ending, but I think it might be a Thai one. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, basically, a surprising ending then. But you've got four wingmen this this weekend. You're You're a, wing, only, a wing squadron. The only thing is more terrifying. The only single gentleman on this uh, lads on tour. You're going to get all the poontang. Having seen the poontang and of Torbay and Torquay. 
Judging I'm by not told by this, you're going to get all the dick as well. Well, yeah, exactly. It's a new man, so you don't even have to worry about the poon tank. It's the cock that is uh, coming your way. <laughs> oh dear, I've uh, been quite a lot. Never mind. You, you can read mine then, because I'm sick of oh, my right, voice okay, now. Okay. Uh, I'm uh, a craprecorn. A craprecorn. Mm. So you can be a bit of a workaholic, especially this week when <laughs> a sun slash Jupiter aspect encourages you to work long hours. Hence, obviously, on a Friday, being in Torquay and drinking I'm at drinking it, um, 20 to 5. Um, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's not too dissimilar from a normal Friday. Or, or could the reason why you're spending so much extra time at work be that there I'm is not. a hot new guy at work? Well, Graham, no. is there a hot new guy? Not a, not a new one, no. I mean, there's, there's a hot guy at work, but he's not new. Mm. Well, these things are never going to be 100% accurate. Yeah. Oh, get ready. Um, and... Uh, he knows who he is. You forgot my get. My, so my get ready was. Oh yeah, sorry. Take a chance to stand a chance. On some dick. I'm sure that's not grammatically accurate, but fuck it. And yours is fit in some downtime, which oh. is which will be necessary on Sunday morning. Yes. Some down in the dumps time. That was the shittest thing I've ever said. Yeah, pretty close. Some oh. down the toilet bowl time. Oh yeah. These get readies are really awful. Um, for instance. Uh, Aquarius, take time out. Fuck off. Uh, Virgo, it's the new you. <laughs> Pisces, you're in with a chance. Mm. Taurus, get things in order. I'm getting thing. the impression that these horoscopes may be aimed primarily at women. Mm, can't think why. So do we know the birthdays of any um, famous people? Hang on, we should probably... Hayden and Chris. Do you want to know what Hayden and Chris's birthdays are? No. Oh, Chris's. Um, I don't think I've got either of them on Facebook. Do you want to stalk them and find out? Chris's September time, I think. So, so um, you've missed his birthday, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, fuck him. He's not here. He's a... <laughs> right. I, uh, I'm going to take a punt on Virgo for Chris. All right. So it's time to try out a new season look and surprise your mates and your man. So he's going to be in <laughs> drag this weekend, maybe. <laughs> Short of cash, persuade one of the girls to colour your hair or put in highlights. <laughs> that is exactly the sort of thing Chris would do. So basically, what this is telling me to do is dye Chris's hair this weekend. <laughs> yep. It is, absolutely. Try and out a daring new nail colour and rediscover that inner diva. Well, yeah. I can see Chris doing that. That basically things. is Chris all the time, yeah. though, so that's not... Um, yeah. So, is Hayden beginning of June, maybe? Seems familiar. Let's, well, let's right. pretend that he is. He often does things in June. Mm. So let's call him a Taurus. It's a good time to have an autumn spring clean and sort through those cupboards. That's actually what he's done, so this is not bad. Yeah. Once you get going, it'll tidy. soon make a difference. Even better, you'll make space for new things. Think how good you'll feel. Fucking hell, that's a shit horoscope. That really it? is. Like, do some tidying Again, up. Again, this is tidy up, you slob. Like, Dan's going to get loads of dick, and Hayden's going to tidy up after. And I'm going to have a fantastic weekend with loads of people. Yeah, I've got yeah your working. horoscope was much better. Yeah. Yours was going to fuck someone at work, but... Yes, you two. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you, you two just seem to be non-stop dick. I, if you got a job at my place, we could make sweet love. I just had a vague comment about my love life being surprising. Mm. And again, <laughs> it's <that laughs> a surprise. If you got a job as well, <laughs> it would be a surprise. Oh right. dear. Yes. Do you know anybody else's birthdays? No. No. Nobody's at all. No, we're done with that then. Uh, then there's a picture of a man called Dan Stevens. I don't know who he is. No clue. But he's a bit of a charmer with a crowd of female friends in his contacts book. He prefers female company, so you better get used to it. He finds it difficult to make up his mind and will avoid saying an outright no. Be smart and make up his mind for him. 
but you'd be better be subtle and charm him into having your own way. Avoid giving him a choice, as it will only stress him out. This he is... sounds like a complete prat. Yeah, I don't even know who Dan Stevens is, but anyway, he's Mr. Libra, and he sounds like a dick. He does. Uh, right, I turned down another corner of a page in this magazine because I haven't got anything else to talk about. And um... ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, health um, questions. It, there wasn't an agony heart page, which is a shame. But really, um, yeah, I don't know. Sixty-five p is shit, isn't it? Um, but we have a medical professional giving advice, so I thought maybe I could read the questions. When you say a medical professional, does it mean um, like a massage student? Oh, right, okay, no, sorry. A qualified sex therapist called Claire O'Toole, which is not <laughs> her name. That's a poor name. And, uh, oh, that's yeah, brilliant. So, basically an intern. And very sexual disorder. It's called uh, sex but I thought maybe I could read the problems and you could uh, you could give me the medical answers. Yes, um, I look forward to it. So, I have a crush on a girl at work and so far I've managed to hide it. But one body part is refusing to cooperate. Every time I'm near her, I get a massive erection and have to rush to the toilet. I've been wearing a jumper around my waist, but I'm scared people are going to notice. What can I do? He can clearly stop putting socks down his trousers to pretend that he has a large penis. If he actually displays the size of the penis that he's got, no one will notice. Massive erection is a very self-centred way of... Why can't he just say, I get a bonk on? He doesn't have to say, oh, yeah, fine, I believe you, it's massive, you twat. Yeah, but I don't believe him, he's lying. There's a guy called John, who is 20... How old's my brother John? <laughs> I don't know, he's your brother. He... Oh, no, he's not 21, that's fine, it's not him. Do you want to know the real answer? Or well, do you want maybe, to... may... maybe he should like learn to control his penis. Just have a wank before he gets to work. Mm. Have a wank out work. We've discussed this earlier. So um, wear really tight pants. Why? Yeah. To, to to restrict movement. That oh, painful. like gaffer tape yeah. to his leg. Yeah. Or you could get it off again. It's not my well, problem. Well, okay, if you want to wear <laughs> gaffer tape to your stomach. <laughs> my stomach's quite hairy too. Hmm. You have to do a bit of manscaping first. Well, I know elastic. Like tie it round, tie a thing around your waist and tie it to your stomach. You've thought about this way too much. Um, what can I say? I frequently tie my penis to my stomach. Who the fuck just gets an erection from being near a girl? That's. I have been single for quite some time. Yeah, but like that's not even just being near. That's like just you just wonder. Yeah, just imagine you wander into the office and you just see a fit girl. It's like swing. Mm. That's. He's twenty one. He's not eleven. In fairness, mm. like, uh, twenty one is closer to sixteen than I am. But yeah. Hmm. Because uh, well, yes, when I was 16, that would absolutely happen. The official uh, advice from Claire O'Toole uh, says, Many men, usually very young men, have spent uh, spontaneous erections. Try to ignore it, as thinking about it will only make it worse. She could have said harder. <laughs> fucking hell, Claire O'Toole, also, what is your problem? That's, gotta... one of, it's like, that's one of the stupidest pieces of advice ever. Is try not to think about anything. Like, mm. it's, it's a, Try to ignore your erect throbbing yeah. penis. Try to ignore the massive erection you've got that you're worried people will see. Well, she does suggest that he thinks about work or sport. Maybe he has, like, a sport fetish. Uh, why don't you try chatting to her and perhaps asking her out if she's available? Getting to know her better, even as a colleague, might dampen the ardour as the unattainable person often becomes an obsession. What kind of shit advice is that? I assume she's Actually suggesting... get to know this girl, you'll discover she's a terrible person <laughs> yeah. and lose your boner. And you oh, always go, oh, hi, excuse me, my penis thinks you're fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, or, talk or, to her, you'll realise she's worse. a prick. <laughs> or even worse, apparently having sex with people that you actually know is a bad idea because you lose your erection. Just shag randoms, it's fine. Mm. I think just um, have a sh cold shower. Yeah. Right, so next question. Uh, I'm getting fed up with taking the pill as it seems to make my PMT worse and I've put on weight. 
but I also don't like the idea of having an injection or having a coil fitted to stop me getting pregnant. I already have a son and I'm certain I don't want any more children. Am I too young to be sterilised? From Angel, age 28. Angel? Uh, I don't think there's much comedy in that, really. Just no, Use a no. fucking condom! Fine, do what you like. There are literally millions of forms of contraception. One of them will work. Literally millions? Yes. Okay. I think there's literally millions of condoms in the world, so I think I'm on safe ground here. Each condom isn't a form of contraception. Yes, it is. <laughs> like a ribbed one, a knobbly one, a glow-in-the-dark one. I bet you Durex have, a, have at some point had a million brands go through their factories. Okay. Plus all the other crap. Well, that was a shit one. I might cut that. Yeah. Um, this one I don't think is much better. We'll see. I had an abortion about five years no. ago. <laughs> right, okay, okay, let's yeah, stop. Fair, no. fair uh, I am constantly really thirsty, especially at night, and I often wake up with a really dry th- throat. Should I be worried about this? Matilda, 24. That's um, not funny at all. It's just boring. Have a, have a, I told you this is a shit magazine. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize it was quite how true like, was. I'm in love with my uncle or something like that, but it's not. It's, I've got a dry throat. Um, yeah, that... The only other page I turned down was um, Confessions of a Cannibal, which is... Oh, really? Yeah. So, I might not read that. Uh, how are we doing for time? Uh, 40 oh, minutes. 40 minutes. Right. Dan, uh, let's interview you. Let's interview Daniel. Um, what does it mean to you to be invited onto the Two Star Podcast? It means that I have to listen to myself on recording, which is really weird. Which was your favourite episode so far? Episode 5. It um, was indescribable. Uh, episode 5 was pretty good. Mm. I can't remember what was episode 5. No, that was... We just banged on about Formula E for a long time. In five, in fact, I but we did e. discover our wrestler names. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was the birth of yeah. Buffungus. Well, anyway, what I was trying to get at is the fact that Dan hasn't even bothered to listen to a single episode. I knew about Formula E. I knew about Buffungus. Butt fungus is even better. <laughs> Brilliant. See, I've improved it already. Yeah, you have. Mm. You're, you're a gift. Um, mm. So thanks for coming on after six episodes and fucking upstaging us. <laughs> I like to impress. Mm. This is why we shouldn't have guests. <sighs> That's why we should have shit guests. I mean, it might be. Well, friends, you've got two shit guests coming up, so... I think they're probably going to make... I think maybe we should just hand it over and it's your podcast now. You can... Uh, yeah, but I frankly can't be asked. I am quite lazy. Oh, right, fair enough. So, uh, have you watched any films recently, Adam? Um, yes, I have. Well done. What about you, Dan? Yeah, what did I watch? Cool. It so was like... shit. Um, whatever it was. What film have you watched? Um, the most recent film I watched actually was the Lego Movie. Mm. I want to see that. It's good. It's, it good. is really yeah. good. Like it's. I'm worried that they're doing a sequel because. I think we'll be fine. But the like it was, like it was one of those things where you kind of think it could just be terrible. But then I thought that about all the Lego games as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was done, expecting... they, they've kind of they they pretty much nailed what they're going for with the sort of Lego expanded world, if you like. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they seem to have a good handle on what works and what doesn't. Um, I thought the Lego movie was going to be like you know the CGI like out of the Lego games. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it's going to be like oh, I didn't realize. Uh, excuse me. I, it was. It looked like stop motion. It was really yeah. well done. It was very cleverly very done. Clever. Um, it was like it was well acted. It was likable. Mm. Like it, it didn't feel like it was kind of trying too hard. It didn't feel like it was purely for kids. Mm. Um, like they obviously are quite happy to poke fun at themselves and just kind of screw around, and it made it really enjoyable. Mm. Um, 
So what films have you watched, Dan? I watched Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, which was a okay. bit shit, really, because it was basically Chris Pine plays James Kirk plays some random spy dude. Mm. And then Didn't they ran around... Tom Cruise did... do a... No, yes, you, every, you Jack Reacher. Okay. Everyone's done Jack Which was Ryan. brilliant. Jack Reacher was a great film. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well, I never good. got into it. Really good film. I loved it. Yeah. Did not, the car chase was probably the best car chase I've ever seen in a film. It was well, brilliant. Go it, back was, that. it was... Every time he had to turn a corner, he slowed down. You could sort of feel the frustration of trying to have a high-speed car chase through really narrow alleys with a lot of very slow turns. It, was, mm. it wasn't just silly tyres screeching all the time. It was... Fuck! I missed that turn. I need to slam on the brakes and reverse up a bit. And you just felt how frustrating it would be to actually be in a car chase in real life. <coughs> Jack Ryan was pretty much the opposite of that, in that there was a car chase <coughs> through Moscow, and he went really fast and kind of waved his arms a bit and got really frustrated, and then caught up to the guy mm. who knew he was coming and was running away. Who wrote? Is it Tom Clancy? It's a Tom Clancy. Oh, one, yeah. fuck that then. Well, but like the Hunt for Red October is a pretty good. Tom Clancy movie, and that's also got Jack Ryan in it. It's played by I think thin Alec Baldwin, which is fucking hilarious. Did you know that Ubisoft have a head Tom Clancy writer? <laughs> mm. I can well believe it because they have they have all the Tom Clancy franchises. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. mm. um, yeah, Rainbow Six is him as well. Isn't Rainbow it? Six, uh, Splinter Cell, yeah. they're all based off Tom Clancy stuff. Um, I'm surprised there hasn't been a Splinter Cell movie yet. And so, as a consequence, they have a, a basically a guy whose job is to write Tom Clancy material for Tom Clancy branded games. As Tom Clancy isn't writing any anymore, I can't. I can't decide whether that would be the best job because obviously Tom Clancy isn't that brilliant a writer. He just gets military porn quite well. Or the worst job because you've got to shadow someone who's not that great a writer and has one shtick that he sticks to very well. Well, you've just got to you've just got to make it seem like you've just got to write mm. material for the games that kind of fits in with the the aesthetic. Well, it's probably not as bad as the poor sod that had to write um, uh, the House of Cards guy. What's it? Fuck, he's really famous. Spacey, Tom. what? Yeah, Kevin had to write Kevin Spacey in Call of Duty. Yeah, oh, that yeah. must have sucked. Mm. Yeah, I've I've read a Tom Clancy book. It was I think it was a Jack Ryan one. I don't know, but it was fucking boring. It was you've got to love planes and explosions. And it was the basically military. the Michael Bay of books. It yes, was like absolutely. Every couple of chapters, there was just eight pages describing a gun. Fuck hell. He also writes the worst sex scenes. Uh, it, it is literally someone writing a sex scene as described when someone else has described what sex is like and he got his dick all hard and put it up a yeah pretty much mm-hmm. um, sounds pretty horny yeah yeah so I yeah it's not not for me Tom no. Clancy stuff I think I'm not bothered but um, I have watched uh, The Inbetweeners 2 which Fucking awful. Yeah, didn't see. I've heard, I've heard, like, I've heard nothing but good things from critics and nothing from bad, but bad things from people who've actually seen it. Yeah, it was. Which is like, as I said, it's it's exactly the kind of film you expect all the critics to hate yeah, and yeah, like yeah. people to like. But they, they, I think they misjudged the first one and feel, yeah. and feel they have to say, oh yeah, we really like this. It's great, mm. but it was, it was just, it was just shit. It was not funny. The characters were just bad. It was as if it was like. Um, fan fiction. It was, mm. it was, it was yeah. utter bollocks. Um, On the subject of which, the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey films out next uh, next spring. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you read the book? No. It is the to. worst written shit. Well, I know, because I've it's ever written seen. by somebody who is only a fan fiction writer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, her only work prior to that was writing Twilight fan fiction slash fiction. I might add. Um, What's the difference? Oh, as in, slash like, fiction is a gay character. Well, it's not necessarily gay. But well, it's, I thought it Slash is. was gay. Well, it was originally 
gen- it was originally primarily um, mm. gay stuff, but it is just it's basically any like it, the whole point, the whole indication is like you know it's, it's M slash F or M slash M. Oh, okay. oh, I see. Yes, hence the right. thing. But it's basically erotic fan fiction. Mm. But there was a like amongst, certainly amongst any like anything that's got like a, a big female fan base, the fan fiction is primarily gay. Um, like Star Trek, there's like massive gay fan fiction with uh, Spock and Kirk. Um, it gets really. It gets, <laughs> Picturing current Leonard Nimoy and current William Shatner. It gets <laughs> really creepy and supernatural because they're brothers. I don't know that's the creepiest thing that exists in uh, erotic fan no, fiction. No, still, let's face it, there's creepy. My Little Pony erotic fan fiction. There's Thomas the Tank Engine erotic fan oh, fiction. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Oh. Um, I'm so disappointed. Well, sometimes when you that. think it's just time to burn the world and start afresh, mm. um, but but what it means is that yeah, that was that was her 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 writing prior to Fifty Shades of Grey was basically erotic Twilight fan fiction, um, and when you and and like you sorry, it is like reading, but it's not. It's like reading something written by somebody who is mentally subnormal. It's it's really badly written, but it's not even even as erotica. It isn't good. No, it's. It was quite scary, actually. We had someone... Um, oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, no, no. Um, a couple of years ago, we had someone move in next door to us, and the sort of hubbub in the street was, well, they're a famous author from America, and they've come to live in uh, England. And for some reason, I had it in my head that it was whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> I was thinking, I cannot I be living next... I think she's Australian. Oh, oh, fine. I'm, pr- I'm fine then. But, um, she's, yeah. she's not American. I thought she was English. No, she? I think, I th- I'm sure she's American. She lives in America. England. Yeah, I yeah. she is now. I think, she, I I think she's I think either she American or, Austra- or, or sorry, Australian or, or New Zealand. Because there was a, a story in the paper about Bloody Bar is moving to England, right. and then oh, at right. the same time, new person, famous author, is moving in next door. So, mm. yeah. But it turned out that person's husband just ran a book fair so that wasn't nearly as interesting anyway so you, what, what he just i don't know i've never followed this down properly because i don't really talk to my neighbors much but um yeah it's not her and that that's kind of the end of the funny bit is it tom clancy no. <laughs> i don't think so anyway i could be wrong is it the guy who works for ubisoft right <laughs> well yeah he lives in guildford so it could be someone like that but um i doubt it loads of um video games companies mm. are based in yeah. guildford really like a disproportionate number peter yeah. molyneux actually works in an office right by well, our... adam's brother is who we're allowed to say yeah oh adam's brother's his personal trainer Oh, right. He um, he massages his legs and that. Yeah, presumably. Um, I don't know the details. Twenty-two pounds. His office is right yeah. next door yeah, to yeah, our no. well, sorry, IT really department. Um, and there's the, there's um, a studio. Um, the guys who are making No Man's Sky, they're based down by the station. And though that that really you know the really thin oh, yeah, by the yeah. river because um, it flood they, their office is flooded when yeah. they like rain. Um, and like um, what you, I don't, it's not there anymore. We used to be um, Mucky Foot, who made um, stuff like Startopia. Yeah, they Bullfrog used to be based around. Well, Bullfrog were before EA yeah. bought them. They were down where Colgate and all that. Yeah, all yeah. Were. Um, EA then bought them out and ruined it. Yeah. Just like they do with everyone. When you found out that your brother was Peter Molyneux's personal trainer, it sort of chips a bit away. You think I'm the older brother. I should be. I should have topped that. Right. Imagine how I felt last weekend when I found out that my younger brother. Is in a band with Damon Hill's son. Yeah, you see, I feel much better about my younger sister being a doctor now. Yeah. That's much easier to deal with. Yeah, anyone can be a doctor, but how, who's in a band with Josh yeah. Hill? Nobody. Exactly. Well, my brother. Yeah, who's who's like Peter Molyneux's personal trainer? Like, that's not yeah, exactly. I almost kind of feel like we want to get Lucas to mercy kill Peter Molyneux just to stop the crazy. Because it kind of feels like he's spoiling the memory of all the good games he did with all the shit that he puts out now. The thing is, I really like Peter Molyneux because, like, Yes, most of the stuff that he's put out recently has been disappointing, 
that stupid mining game. But he has, like, like he's one of the few people who is just who wants to just make cool random shit rather than just the idea yeah. of you've got to turn out another Call of Duty. Well, no, but there's people who turn out random. Oh no, of shit course there's. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's he's unique. Well, I, I appreciate but, that. Like that, you need you need that level of creative of creative spark. And yeah, he he. But it's much nicer when your creative spark ends up with something like papers, please. Yes. Rather oh, than yeah, yeah, yeah. goddess or whatever it is. But he is. Have you seen? Uh, there's a t- great Twitter account. Twitter account called Peter Molitor. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, he really um, is. Um, he, he actually got um, he he's met Peter Molyneux really uh, yeah. awesome. Peter, Peter Molyneux really likes him oh, cool. like, really likes the account because um, yeah he just tweets like Peter Molyneux-esque ideas it's, for games it's just brilliant I find that to be too close to probably what goes through Peter it's one of those it's it's like you know the Frankie Ball Twitter account where it just cuts that little bit too close yeah. to the bone that it's still mostly funny Mm. But just a little bit awkward too. Yeah, but no, I do like it for precisely that reason because it is basically the kind of stuff that Peter Molyneux does. But it's like you need, you do need, like even if his execution has you know not been that great, like you need people who have that kind of creative drive. Yeah, but you also need someone to say, no, Peter, that's a shit idea. Stop it. And do something else. I mean, he, yeah, he does yeah. seem to be genuinely delusional about yes. what has gone into yes. his games, and like you can literally do anything. And, no, well, no, you can no, you go can't. up there and press a button, and something. I like mean, that. historically, the problem was always that his ambition outstripped the ability, like the, the, the ability that existed to produce something yeah. in the game. But then, unfortunately, as it's gone on, it's more been a case of like I just think he's kind of lost track of what it is exactly that people want in the games. Yeah. Um, like goddess, it's just it's it's it basically it's the worst. It, it contains all the worst elements of free to play games, but without being a free. I mean, it's a free to play game on, on iOS, but on the PC, it's not a free to play game. But it still has all those horrible elements of like having to wait ages to do anything. It's mm. just it's a time sink, and that's the problem. Is that it, like it's really like the interface that the, the playing it is really satisfying. I've never played it, um, yeah. and the sound design is amazing. Like it's one thing I will say for it: the sound design is incredible. I but it's just ultimately. You're not achieving anything. Mm. There's no like it's it's always it's a very kind of zen thing. Like it's for sort of like you know ten fifteen minutes just to kind of chill out and just kind of screw around with it. It's great, mm. but you you never. It's not like something like Civ where you feel like you're actually moving towards a goal and yeah. achieving something. It's all just kind of busy work. Yeah. But it says it's, it's it's got that. It's a free to play game. I imagine it's probably great on like the iPad because it probably has a very good, that very satisfying kind of mm. mechanic that free-to-play games have of making you want to kind of come back and just play for a bit longer. I just wanted to make Populous again. Yeah, just well, this is, that's the Populous. problem. That's the one With thing that, all the weird shit that's in his head and all the random yeah. god powers he can think of. Exactly, that's, but, that's what we wanted. But like th- as you said, there are plenty of indie developers that are doing cool shit mm. that you just will never get out of a AAA studio. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing. Um, and it's just the problem is now there's so much stuff it's getting visibility of it and actually knowing when it exists although that thing I played a triple A game recently with something genuinely innovative in it called Shadows of Mordor I've heard really good things it's about really, the it's really really fun the The actual game in it is a bit patchy and the story is so I'm just going to go for a piss while you bang okay. on about some fucking Oh, I'm not going to talk long about it. Orcs and goblins. It's shit. fun because you can kill people and you don't have to kill people so it generates these procedural bad guys and you think oh procedurally generated content it's shit but it's not it's really engaging because it takes cues from the world around you so if you turn up and kill some guy when you're riding this massive walk type thing um, he can come back from the dead and if you're not riding the walk type thing when you come back he'll say hey not so tough now you don't have your fucking walk thing do you and then he'll probably murder you but he'll also have massive claw marks all over him from where the walk I've heard a lot of good things about the the, just the background dynamic like because basically it's fundamentally it's basically Assassin's Creed 
like well, as, it's, as it's kind of Assassin's Batman. Batman. Yeah. yeah, Assassin's Batman is probably yeah. good. Um, Assassin's Creed Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've heard really good things about the the, the just the mechanics of yeah. like of all the enemies and the way that yeah. they advance independent of what you do, in addition to directly affected by what you do. Yeah, um, it's just a shame that the combat isn't as the combat isn't as tight as Arkham Asylum and the free running isn't as tight as Assassin's Creed. But yeah, yeah, the sequel will be awesome, probably. Well, hopefully, unless it's Arkham Origins, in which case it'll be shit. Well, it's been it's got really good reviews and it seems to have sold well. Um, unlike Alien Isolation, which is very weird because all the Americans hate it and really? all the English people love it. Like you, look, you look at it, like all the American reviews are like sixes and sevens, and all the English reviews are like eights and nines. Well, I've only ever heard good things about it. You it's, finished, it's, you finished now. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about a different. Oh, okay. Alien Isolation. Um, no, I was saying like it's really weird. The Americans all seem to hate it, and the like the English all seem to really like it. Um, it's, it's a massive split in the reviews between yeah. the US and UK outlets. Anyway, we've clearly bored Graham talking about video games. So what's Graham well, no, talking about? Well, it's not video games. It's fucking Lord of the Rings. No, it's not really a Lord of the Rings. It actually, game. Well, it's, it specifically does not feature Lord of the Rings in the title. Yes. Rather weird. Well, not quite well, it says the word Mordor, and that's enough well, yeah, to, to Mordor. make me completely uninterested. Uh, fair enough. Nothing yeah. wrong with the occasional Lord. No, fair enough. So uh, Dan, your our first guest. How does that feel? I. Feel deeply honoured, and also I need to piss. Oh, but I'm, right. I'm going to wait for a bit. Oh, fair enough. That's more professional than me. Yeah. Uh, why? Well, I don't know. We haven't had a guest. We've got no experience of. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know how you how you get how you deal with guests. Ask him some difficult probing questions. What's the weirdest place you've ever had a wank? <laughs> I actually think about that. What's the weirdest place you've ever had a wank? Hayden's spare room pretty weird. Yeah, but I haven't actually had a wank in there for fear of slicing my dick off with um, his spare bed. So right, it certainly sounded like it last night. Uh, oh, stiff neck. Um, I don't think I've you're ever doing it wrong. Wanked in a strange place, really. Well, I mean, it's one of those, yeah. it's one of those things. Like I, I, I've wanked in enough hotels and stuff, but that's not that strange. <laughs> you weren't staying <laughs> <laughs> in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that's just a fetish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is one of those things. Though. It is like I, I guess there are you know you get people who are caught like you get people like caught you know masturbating while driving. Or you know, just in a shopping mall somewhere. Or doing it on a train or something. I mean, yeah, that's just that many places. But I guess it goes back to the conversation we had last night about people who watch porn at work, and who aren't like you know, kind of night watchman, only person in the building kind of thing. Like if you're just in in an office during the day, you know, with a load of other people, it's like, why? What's the? What's your? What are you hoping to achieve? um, Other than possibly a semi climax would be. Yeah, but do you really want to jizz in your pants at work? You don't have to jizz into your pants. But if, no, but if you're watching it in your desktop, what are you going to do? Almost there, almost there. I mean, the toilets for me are like a good 50 yards walk. So pretty. Just open a window. My office projects onto a courtyard, and also the hospital's got anti-suicide windows, so there's no actual opening of the windows. Draw. Can you fit in your pants? Isn't it? Much. You well, go in that drawer again. Yeah, but at least you, it's easier to clean out a drawer than it is to clean out. Also, what happens if you accidentally have to shut the door quickly to decide what you're doing? Fuck. Ah. Well, yeah. you pick your moment, I suppose. <laughs> I think. I think the thing that the moral of the story is that it's probably not a good idea yeah. to do it at work. So try not to masturbate at work as much as possible. I'd like to think I've brought that message yeah. to your podcast at least. Well, uh, thanks for that. Uh, what else do you feel you can bring to the podcast? I mean, there's no reason you can come on Skype with us every time we do one. If you, if you yeah, want, I, mean, I, do. I don't care. I've run out of things to say to Adam, frankly. 
Yeah, I can see the sexual tension between us. <laughs> what are we going to do about that between us? I call it your horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to just. Well, jerk clearly, off, since your your horoscope has penises in it and Adam's doesn't, he's pitching, you're catching. But um, mine just has a surprise. Exactly. Yeah, I'm done with that. That's fine. No, yeah, you're pitching, I'm catching, and Adam's watching us. He's going to walk into that the would room. That would be very surprising, it. certainly. Yeah. So, uh, Torquay then is a place that we're uh, staying in. Near. Yes. And uh, it looks very twee and entirely unsuited for, or un- not unsuited, unprepared for young gentlemen such as us coming in and there was sh- up the place. There was a shop printing stag do t shirts, so I think whatever we throw at it tomorrow yeah, night is going to be as bad as a stag do. And I don't like you know the lad thing, lad mm. spelled in capitals. As soon as you spell the word lad in capitals, I think you're a twat. Mm. Is it supposed so. to? Is it has it been like backronymed into something and is now supposed to stand for something? I really don't Larry arsehole division. Okay, I think it's good the thing as any. Yeah, um, people who enjoy bants unironically and uh, wear t-shirts unironically. All my t-shirts are worn Shagger on the back or something But yeah, any, uh, yeah, wearing a t-shirt without All those ghastly false breast type things But you know, they probably enjoy themselves In a less self-aware way than I do And uh, are probably happier inside So yeah, fair play really But they're pricks, so fuck them yeah. Um, but yeah, so Torquay, we had a recce earlier. It yeah, didn't there look, are some proper dive bars there by the look of it. Didn't look horrible, didn't look great. It looked like a seaside yeah. town. And, uh, it's better than Eastbourne. I wouldn't want to be trying well, to Eastbourne do is just old people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Torquay. It's got a big wheel. Yep. Which, yeah, the big wheel looked interesting, although I did see someone get stranded at the top of it for five minutes while we were there. I don't know if that was intentional or not. But, um, I wonder how long it takes to go around on the big wheel. I guess Very like long. you two feel while I Google that ten okay. minutes or whatever. Um, but I mean, it's it's a seaside town. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah. As long as no one falls in the sea, that'd be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can swim. But Look, you are going to fall in the sea, Dan. Stop trying. Stop sea. protesting. You. If I'm you, going in. I'm taking you with me. Well, Hayden is very kindly driving us down to Torquay. Yes. He, he doesn't know this yet. And back, but he is. He's probably not driving us back. Um, Crucially, we're going to spike his drinks. With, what what makes alcohol not alcoholic? Nothing. That's I'm the sure point, there is a it? drug. Oh no, you can you can neutralize coffee the alcohol, like, but I imagine that whatever it converts it into would probably do you. Well, frankly, harm. we just every time we order it for him, we order him a pint, get a mug of water, piss in it, so it turns. Well, I know your Foster's color. I know your your body breaks it down into ethanol, which is toxic, which is part of the reason that your right. rumors are unpleasant. Yes. A trip uh, on the. What is ethanol? It's like it's ethanol, but it's it? not. Hmm? One's a one's a one thing, one's another. I don't fucking know. Yeah. My 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 GCSE and A level chemistry are running at me so far. Right. Yeah, the quite. big wheel. Uh, a trip lasts approximately twelve minutes. So I think we should go on that. Not when we're pissed, because we'll just puke be everywhere. Well, no, it's, it's just I would need to piss in that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and actually, also it'll be dark when we're out on the lash so yeah but maybe tomorrow we could go yeah. around and we could record a podcast of what we can see in Torquay who knows who knows indeed. but it'll be a, it'll but be what a... we can't see in Torquay is of course um, the Faulty Towers Hotel because it's burnt down yeah, it wasn't in Torquay some bell end burnt it. well oh, it, yeah, was, also not it might Torquay, have been near Torquay it was, yeah, well, well I say wood, wood, wood burn wood burn, burn. Wood burn. Wood burn. Wood burn. Wood burn. that sounds sort of place country doesn't it it could be like sorry frankly it's 
Well, so he doesn't have any coast, so it's probably quite unlikely. But the actual outside of the hotel didn't have any sea in the background or didn't anything, it? did it? No. I, don't no. I mean, obviously the inside was filmed on a studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, the exterior shots were just sort of around the hotel, which yeah. could have been anywhere, really. But the um, the Channel 4 series, The Hotel, which had... He was um, he's a sort of a weird guy. Um, <laughs> if you were watching a 70s sitcom, mm. he would be... Bit of a dick in it, but he'd be a you know a standard character. But as it is, it was in I don't know when the series was on, maybe two years ago. So, but he still acted in exactly the same manner, and he didn't have a fucking clue about running a hotel. And it was car crash TV, you know, fly on the wall stuff. Mm. But it was it was entertaining, and he just was a he had no idea. But he has been uh, declared bankrupt and is not running that hotel anymore. So, doesn't sound surprising. But um, the hotel is still. Called a Grosvenor, it's still in Torquay. I'll go there and take a selfie and uh, shout <laughs> prick at them, and they'll say, well, You don't work here anymore, fuck off. And I'll say, well, Fair enough. That's my plan for off. tomorrow, anyway. Yeah. But good, I, good I would like to go on a uh, segue tomorrow, but there doesn't seem to be anywhere that allows you to do that. There's a quad bike place. Quad bike's cool. Yeah, I think it's quad bike. Hungover we, are. we won't be that hungover. I uh, don't think I've ever been too hungover to go on a quad bike. I, I, no, I make sure I've been that too hungover that I shouldn't be allowed to go on a quad bike but if I was offered to go on a quad bike I'd fucking go on a quad bike that's going on your gravestone if you for some reason <laughs> you <laughs> don't <survive. laughs> but I was offered to go on a quad when, bike I'm fucking going when on a quad I bike die famous on, when I die on a quad bike <laughs> no my last words will be hold my beer and watch this and a quad bike will be involved yes. <laughs> yeah so I'm going to die on a quad bike tomorrow is your will updated I've got a will. So if I force you to say that I'll I'm leave everything to Daniel. I'm 31 years old. I know uh, I have. I own a human and I'm married and I own a house. I should have a will. Mm. But I'm not going to die, am I? The thing is, most, just most, people, don't, say most people don't have wills. Because mm. um, you're married, it doesn't matter. Well, I was thinking about it because it was, on, it was on the news recently. They've changed the way that the, the law works if, if, you're, if you're not married or if you, like, for example, now if you are married and you have children. There's like previously the priority was for the kids, mm. and it's now your spouse and and the kids. But if you're not married, your spouse you could be living with somebody for twenty years. If you're not married, they don't get. A well, that's thing now changed. You're not. No, it hasn't. No, no, it has. It's now they can't. It's not automatic. But if you if you are if you are if you can classify yourself as dependent. So mm. if you let's say for example you live with someone and you're you're the you work and they don't. And you, you're the, the breadwinner for the house or whatever. Are we dispensing legal advice on a podcast? Yes. So that's dangerous territory. Um, I am not a lawyer, but they, they, I was because they specifically, I don't they specifically any of this. I've no idea if it's uh, truth or not. If you are a dependent of somebody, so if you are a but, child, or but a if you're, if you're no, includes, yeah, yeah. if you're, if you are, it doesn't mean I don't mean it in the like a literal dependent. If you are dependent on a person for financial support in some way, so but for example, if, not being bored. Basically, yeah. So if you worked and the other person didn't, for example, and you yeah. lived together, okay. Then and they can put in a claim to say, "All right, yeah, I, but it's not automatic." Want, so, but but, it, but they used to be the case; they basically had no no claim. But if at you're all. bereaved, you don't want to go through that. Shit. And now they have no. the ability to but say. If, but if you're married, it is basically split between your partner and your children. Yeah, but it didn't. It used to be the priority for the children. Kids. Yeah, the priority. Sorry, straight, 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 no, straight. the priority used to be for the children. Oh, okay. Um, and now it's it's more for the mm. spouse. But also, it was it was parents as well. Like if your parents were still alive, but they, you, you can't legally just write a will on a. Beer mat. No, there you go. 
Well, you, you can do it. It's a vegan <laughs> thing. Hang on, you've got a law degree, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I shouldn't be dispensing yeah. legal advice. But well, I shouldn't be dispensing it to you, certainly. Yeah, no, I think you can write your will on anything. You just have to okay, but declare so that it's a will yeah, it and get someone witness. to witness it. Yeah, it has to be witnessed yeah. by, by but like two people in a professional... Well, no, it just has to be witnessed if by two people. Isn't if it just, I wrote isn't a will now on a beer mat and you two witnessed it, that wouldn't be legally binding because they say he's drinking and... Recording oh, yeah, they might not say someone might Doesn't chat. It have it to be, be, um, what's, what's the thing you have to It'll be de facto like, legal. Someone could say, oh, he was drinking, so it shouldn't count. Yeah. What, what's the thing you get like um, a, a lawyer to do to like certify Notarize. Notarise, that's yeah. it. Doesn't need to be notarised. No, but it, obviously, if you did get it notarised, that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the but you should get it done properly. Then yeah, the, the proper thing to do is you like going to Boots and pick up one of those wills. All, in the, all the legal cases we learnt about in law school are it's out self interested, where someone tried to do it themselves rather than talking to a lawyer about it. Graham apparently has broken the fridge, which is pretty funny, and he's swearing quite a lot about it. I just thought I should relay this. But yeah, get a lawyer if you want to do legal stuff, but in all probability, you should try in your life to avoid dealing with lawyers at all. Well, which I'm, is why lawyers have so few friends. I'm just planning on not dying, so... Also a good plan. Yeah, yeah, but I was thinking, now that I own a house... Why do we Why do we get onto this? I don't really know. Um, because you were going to die doing quad biking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, and I was going to try and take your stuff. But I haven't got fuck all anyway to leave 21. You've got so. a house. Yeah, but we don't. We own like a tiny fraction of it. Yeah, that's, I suppose that's true. But I mean, I was thinking now that I now that I own a house, well, I own, I own like eighty percent of a house. Um, Fucking hell, I own. I should. I should probably. probably um, I should probably like write a will. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've got. Married. I haven't got like masses of money, but I've got a house and I've got a car and I've, I've got possessions and I've got some savings. Mm. So I probably should like leave it all to a really shit charity. Just piss everybody off. Cat's phone. Leave no, no it's going to be worse than that. It's got to be something really obscure and like quad, you get quad bike injury victims. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an ironic <laughs> will. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I thought I probably should just in case the worst happens. Um, I get hit by a bus. Hmm. Run over Run over by after a quad bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that like being hit by a bus is like the the de facto. How many people a year are hit by buses? I don't. You've got to be it's, it's more internet. get hit by tube trains. But yeah, that's not as quite as. Well, but, but then that's, that's the difference. More, those, yeah. I imagine yeah, a lot of those are suicide. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but they're still dead, aren't they? Yes, mm. yeah, but I mean, we talk like when people talk about being hit by a bus, it's it's, it's usually in an accidental context. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go. There are of psychotic bus drivers around the place. I don't think it is generally like you know you could go out tomorrow and get hit by a bus. Um, is the play your cards right? The standard, the standard means of, of you know surprise death, mm. um, as opposed to you know what would be the most surprising way to die? Someone jumping out behind you and shouting surprise, and you having a heart attack. That would be surprising. That would be surprising. Maybe pretty surprising. <laughs> oh, when <laughs> it's, it's completely unrelated, but it could end up related. Um, one of the activities. That I was thinking of doing this weekend. We're looking on. Well, I'm not thinking. Surprise! Excuse me. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, I've got a will. You can write one. You need to get to write a will first, leaving everything to us. Right. This podcast makes up the last will and testament <laughs> of Graham Kett. I being of sound mind. Fuck you and body. Uh, leave everything to Gemma and Izzy. Uh, Seventy thirteen. Daniel, Spader. not yeah. Daniel, especially not Daniel. God damn it! I'm Daniel Mercer, and I right. witnessed this will. I've got two witnesses. Counts. Well, it must count more than doing nothing. Yes, mm. it would because it's a statement of your yeah. desire. Also, yeah. the taxman isn't going to get your money because you're married, so yeah. he's got. If the taxman would otherwise get the money, he'd it's my fourth beer of the day, which probably doesn't help my case. Yeah, but, but leaving this all anyway, stuff when, to wife when, and kids. 
pretty standard. Well, yeah, I mean, nobody's going to be surprised and say, no, nah, he can't have meant that, that's too outlandish, <laughs> wanting his child and wife to... Sort. I wonder if people would expect you to leave all your money to your wife and kid or to the quad-like injuries victims <laughs> foundation. Well, if I get my way this weekend. <laughs> uh, when I was looking for Segway um, mm. off-roading, which doesn't exist in Torquay, unfortunately. Astonishingly. Yeah, I found a lot of places, and there were um, champagne balloon flights at sunrise for one, and I thought, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. if we no, spend, no, no. Oh, first, first of all, there were just champagne balloon flights for one. Yeah, and then there's sunrise. sunrise and I thought, split for four ways for Hayden to wake up in a hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday morning at sunrise with a bottle of champagne. That's got to be worth. That's got to be worth. Actually, like, no, we'll have the bottle of champagne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Hayden. <laughs> yeah, forty quid each for that. That's money. That, well that's spent, definitely worth it. Um, <laughs> they, work, they do also offer it for two people how, but how fucking depressing must that yeah. be what, why do you want to watch it I'm fucking lonely man what would be more depressing buying that for yourself or receiving that as a gift honey I bought you a balloon flight on your own I'm not coming with you just just fuck but off it's, but, it's a, but it's a weird thing because like there are some things that as a, as a like as a, a, you know, a solo thing it makes it like as, as an experience something you wouldn't always get to do mm. like as a, as a like single seater driving yeah exactly like, yeah, 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 that sense. sort of thing it's like as a game. I wouldn't buy Gemma a single seater driving thing for a present though. she bought me one it was wicked but, yeah, no, a, but I would buy it for her and you that we I don't think oh, yeah, she'd okay, like fine, yeah, but yeah. as a but as like but hot air ballooning I mean, mm. okay I've never done it but I'm gonna guess it's not the kind of thing that would be such an ex- incredible experience that I'd want to like go and do it on mm. my own if I didn't have somebody I'd to go with I'd imagine it's fairly it. boring yeah, yeah. I'm, sure it's, I'm all, sure it's all the interesting hot air balloons right. I've seen has basically been like drinking in a weird place sorry I slammed the table in a shut up down I'm going to say something brilliant way and now I've built it up too much so I'm not going to say it fantastic cool. um, so continuing hot so air anyway, <laughs> right episode 8 is the three of us in a hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> no I don't like heights fuck off oh fine I'll Skype in or something well episode 8 is going to be in a big wheel in Torquay mm, I can cope with that Oh, fine. Okay. It's enclosed. Looking at Hayden drifting past. Hung <laughs> <laughs> over. Let me out! We should see if we could tether the hot air balloon next but to it's the not wheel. Me. So we could look across at him and he'd be stuck in the hot air balloon basket. But the, the cost of a single person hot air balloon ride yeah. was half that of a, a two person experience. So if you bought the one person experience, you wouldn't be on your own in that hot air balloon because it's. That doesn't make any financial sense to send one person up on their own for the cost of yeah. you know, for half the cost of sending two people up. So it would be an experience that you'd have to spend with a stranger. Well, surely they, for the that maybe one, they that, just maybe tie a bunch of helium balloons to your back. And maybe you just like turn up and there's a random person. You go up in the hot air balloon and you get drunk and see what happens. <laughs> so I have like, tried to do. I got given a cooking course. Oh, it all up to this cooking course, thinking, "Well, I'm going to try and hit on some hot, sexy women at this cooking course because women love cooking." But hot air balloon, you got captive audience, literally. <laughs> yeah, but no, and that's I'm, a bit rapey. Yeah, but unfortunately, the cooking course was um, either people that were married or other men trying to prey on. Uh, vulnerable young women at the same time which was and you just thoroughly have disappointing. A nod to each other yeah <laughs> pretty much uh, and have a wank into your bum I did not do that no. because otherwise that would obviously have been the, the weirdest place I've ever had a wank <laughs> yeah fair play <laughs> in a kitchen surrounded by other single <laughs> men having <laughs> the same idea <laughs> see oh god yeah, this, this has gone downhill fast right how long have we been going for an hour and 12 minutes we're doing alright that's fine we'll 
What time is it? 20 past five. Mm. Let's cook some pizzas right. and uh, go sit in a thatched pub and see if we can't burn the roof off. Yeah. What time is the pub open? Six. Brown. So, okay. um, it's the end of the podcast, isn't it? Is it? Pretty much. Fuck now. Bye. 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 Uh, uh. <laughs>